Hey, what's up, guys? 65 Lokes here, back with another episode for Scale Riders Podcast. I can't even think of what number it is uh, right now. But anyway, I'm on the commute, on the road. The only way I could record this episode right now. I know it's been a minute since I recorded the last one. But anyway, how you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing well. Either whether you're at home or working. Thank you for tuning in to this uh, podcast episode here. And... It feels good to kind of branch them out like this for right now, just because it gives me some time to look over things of what's going on in the model world and, you know, just kind of give my two cents on things that I see and whatnot. But eventually, as you know, I will do, I am going to be conducting the interviews as well for the future. But for now, um, I got to do it this way. So... A lot of things I've been noticing going on in the model world. Obviously, uh, 3D printing is one of the big ones right now. And um, it's it's a trip. I'm starting to now see uh, bodies being created, you know. And uh, shout-outs to Iceman Collections. I've been seeing him putting in that work. And quite others, too, that are just coming out with bodies, you know. Um, I know some of them, it's not like that first pressing is like that perfect one and this is what we're running with you know it's a a learning process until they get it all dialed in really well but i mean they're they're not that far away you know they're they're pretty close to uh to getting that there and i mean that's that's pretty much that's a game changer right there within itself um i know you know some people might be like well not really because you know people are casting resin they've been doing that for a long time and i bet even when that happened that was a game changer there um cars were being created bodies of cars that had uh, not been in production through companies like revel or amt (coughs) but um seeing uh you know people do their take on it with the resin you know chopping the the top section in the car stretching out parts and just switching everything up pretty much letting their imagination run wild and producing just like a really nice sleek car something just very different that's going to stand out on the table when you would enter your uh your local contest or just showcase you know so that right there it's cool but it's also a lot of uh, hand labor intensive as well. A lot of trial and error for sure. And and it's crazy when you start looking into the resin world too. Because even though, you know, people pop their, their own resin cast and, and all this stuff. Um, it's pretty territorial as well. Because, I mean, a lot of these guys worked really hard to create this. And it happens i mean i've seen people complain about it where somebody could buy that body and then they they copy it they pop their own mold and they start producing it and selling it you know and the original creator you know he can be a little pissed off about that but uh one thing that i've noticed is uh you know it's it's almost like the piece never got copyrighted it never you know it just it was all word of mouth, you know, and 
honestly, word of mouth doesn't do anything. If, if you really are, are pursuing someone like, yo, you, you can't be doing that or whatever. This is my, my thing. You know, you got to copyright your stuff for sure. But then that leads into other things now because, you know, if if it looks still, if it, let's say you modify like a Chevy and it looks, still looks like a Chevy really close, then you might, you know, have some legal problems with Chevy, with GM coming at you like, yo, you didn't create this, you know, you just modified what we created. So there, there's... There's a lot of things, and it and it's funny because it's it's also like music. That's that's what happens in what happened in the world of hip hop back then. People were sampling a lot of jazz, a lot of soul music, you know, from the 70s, 80s, and whatnot. And it happened a lot in the 90s. People were just creating music, sampling maybe like a a three second, six second, you know, loop, and just created a hit and they got away with it and one of the beastie boys album is just full of samples like the whole thing and they got away with it or whatever but other other people who tried doing that i mean obviously they have to pay fines for that kind of stuff and um coming out of the royalties and whatnot but it's kind of similar um you know so it's almost like you have to create your own original uh, piece, you know, and just, if anything, just be like, you know, the this car inspired me to create this, but I didn't copy it, you know, and I don't know, there, there's a little bit of a difference. There's a difference between copying and in, inspire, getting inspired to do the same thing. There's an argument there for sure, definitely, because some people are going to be like, nah, that's still copying. You know, but um, other people are going to be like, no, it's it's different. But I'll leave that up to you guys to decide um, what do you guys think. If if you create something that's very similar, you know, the question, did you copy or or were you inspired enough to create it just like that? So with casting, I mean, man, it's, it's hardly intensive labor. Plus, you're spending a lot of money on materials. And you're working with some materials that can be, you know, toxic, dangerous to your health as well. So it's, it's, it's kind of risky. The 3D world, um, I, from what I hear, I hear people are also using some type of resin liquid material. I'm not too sure. I haven't really looked into that. And maybe it's also dangerous. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. You know, but the thing is you have i feel like you have to put in a lot of your work and knowledge on the system in the computer and once you uh have that all dialed in and you have your printer then you just hit print and you just gotta wait a long time i guess from what i hear you know it takes hours but maybe now it's taking less maybe half the time because that that market keeps keeps evolving there so just seeing people like pop out these bodies it's, it's interesting you know because it's almost it's just it keeps pushing the hobby even more to that next level and that's what we all, what we all want right that's what keeps us excited to be in this because let's just say that all the model companies were not coming out with new kits at all like just nothing you know 
like let's say they just stopped production in the early 2000s and you just gotta find stuff at the hobby stores or trading friends or whatever so nothing new's coming out there's no magazines coming out either no hobby magazines uh tools you know very generic tools and just just whatever types of tools then i mean you know and social media also plays a big role but let's just say even that wasn't even strong as what it is now there probably wouldn't be a lot of people building i mean there'd be some for sure for heart by heart doing it with their kids and whatnot but a lot wouldn't even know it wouldn't be on the, under the radar or whatever and it wouldn't be exciting it'd be boring but now i mean thanks to social media thanks to having magazines thanks to having all these great model builders from back in the day that are still doing it and and then just being able to share ideas and tutorials of how to do stuff it puts more eyes to it and new people jump in on it or some seasoned veterans come back and then you got guys that want to take it to the next level they want to push the envelope you know they see the lack there's there we don't have this we don't have that let me go ahead and introduce this, you know. Let me create photo etch products. Let me 3D print wheels. Let me get them chrome plated. There's all these things that just come into play and it just makes it more accessible and more fun that our main goal, I guess, is to just have, to bring our, our vision to life. And sometimes when we go to these hobby shows, I mean, model car shows, sorry. Um, or even online and we go on Facebook and we see what people are, are uh, posting up. And we're blown away. We're like, man, you know, we want to be at that level as well. With the paint jobs, with the interiors, with the whole presentation overall. And like the only way we're gonna, you're going to be able to get to that point, for sure through practice. But you also need the right tools. And you need to know the right steps to get to that point right there and and also just all the materials right there and then because it makes a big difference adding photo etch to your car than adding none to your car the same with chrome plating is a big difference compared to just spraying your parts silver huge difference right there the wheels from going from stock wheels to aftermarket wheels whether they're jeffrey's wheels or anybody else in the market right now that's currently making wheels. You know, it's a huge difference. And obviously, for sure, it's going to cost money. But when you're so passionate about this, money's not really that much of a factor like that's going to hold you back from doing it. You'll find a way, whether you're going to sell something, trade something, or save your money, and then you're going to obtain what you want. You know? And it is possible... I know a lot of people strive for the contest for winning first place and being on magazines and all that. And for sure, you got to do your homework. You have to put in the work and you will get to that point. Definitely. If you want to be noticed, you know, if you want to create like a signature car that you're going to be known for. Um, definitely, you got to do your homework, you know, it might not be on that first build, second build, like I said before. But definitely down the road, maybe on that fifth or tenth build, it might happen. But um, you have to, for sure, be looking into 
what's going on in the model world and i just see a lot of stuff that makes it like really cool and we shouldn't take it for granted either you know we shouldn't like just kind of ignore it and not praise it you know and just be like whatever about it because like i'm saying if none of that stuff was around it would be boring dude like a lot of people would stop probably building because it would just be like the same redundant thing like over and over and over even though for sure like you know it's something like by heart that's in your blood and everything else but if there's nothing exciting going on you're just gonna put it away and do other things and it's gonna be hard to come back you know to it but um yeah it's kind of it's kind of crazy like the stuff that came out just this year alone you know um if you would have if like three years ago you would have told me like all this stuff was gonna come out yeah i mean i I like thinking ahead for sure to be like yeah that's a possibility but then again i would have been like i don't know i feel like we still need more time for that i don't know but think to yourself like right now what do you think do do we need in the future like let's say next year or the next three years to come out like what's what's gonna what do you guys think is gonna be the next big thing that's gonna come out that's gonna push this to the next you know um whether whether if you're a a creator or a consumer you have to think about those things you know if you're a consumer what is it that you want what is it that you fantasize or desire to have on your model car and for someone who is a creator a thinker of ideas that wants to come out with a new product to introduce to the market you know you got to look at what is it missing what is the one thing that you can create whether it's 3d print scratch build or get it machined and you know manufactured whatever like just think of what what's needed for sure to introduce all that to make it exciting you know um next uh thing i wanted to uh talk about is uh jeffrey's you know he's been doing a lot of things right now um shout outs to him congratulations he released um a it's pretty much one of it, like his RC cars that he collaborated with, a 64 Impala, and with a with a pretty big company that pretty much, you know, the the car is manufactured. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where me looking at it from the outside, it's like you know, Jeffries has been doing the electronics thing for a long time from what I could remember even way before meeting him or anything but just finding him on youtube and seeing the stuff he was doing and you know a lot of that stuff is scratch built as well and just a lot of trial and error and just going with the flow of things to create what he wanted to do so a lot of that stuff um now you know it um it's produced on a car that's pretty much manufactured, boxed, and now you could buy it. 
And the price tag, I believe it's $600 for the RC, the, the 64 Impala. Um, there's a red version, a blue version, and then there's also the, the limited edition Jerry's version that comes with like his plaque and I believe uh, like a sticker sheet with patterns to add to that car. Check out his, look him up on Facebook and also his Instagram and just see all the content that he's putting out showcasing the car. Um, a lot of cool, neat things on there. And let's go back to the price tag. I know some of you guys might be like, dang, 600 bucks. That's a lot. And yes, I've, I've posted photos of it. And I've gotten a couple reactions, like people tripping, like, what, 600? Like, come on. All right. Let's, let's, let's think about that. So I'm not, I don't have RCs. I don't really follow the RC world. But to me, I feel like that's like a standard price in the RC world. Um, I could be wrong. You know, I'm pretty sure you might be able to go to a place and buy a, the cheapest RC for $200 or, or three or whatever. But you got to consider this is the first time they're introducing a lowrider Impala or just a lowrider that is fully functional, that can hop. That can lock up, that can slam down, um, that can three wheel, do a three-wheel motion. You know, there's there's a lot of things that this car can do. And this company took the risk as well, but they believe in it as well, you know, to come out with it. And it's limited edition, so it's not a guarantee, you know, um, that they're going to keep doing this. Let's just say that oh, now they're going to do another car like a 59 Impala or they're going to do a Monte Carlo or or anything like that. You know, who knows? That could be a possibility or a thought, you know, that can become reality. But for right now, just them introducing the 64 Impala is a big thing. But then on top of that, you know, you we have the Jevries. That's a part of that, too. And I mean, he comes from, from our model community, you know, so that's, that's huge. And like big props to him because I feel like he's also like representing all of us in the model world, you know, like we're all tied in with him as well, you know, as part of this community. So that's pretty dope um, that he's holding the torch and doing that. And he made a, a dream come reality. So for the price tag, man, I keep going on like off top topic or whatever. So still back on the price tag. So honestly, like 600 bucks and it, yeah, it might sound steep or whatever, because we're not used to that. We're used to buying a model kit for 25 bucks, maybe 20 bucks. Right. But just think of how many model kits do you have in your stash? You know, let's just say you're buying them for $25 out the door with tax and everything, you know, just from buying four model kits, that's already a hundred dollars, you know, and and you keep, you know, just go in your closet and, and keep stacking and just every four you count, that's a hundred bucks until you get to six hundred. You're gonna be like, dang, that's this is how many kits. These kits right here. If I traded these or sold these, I could buy the RC car. And I could be messing with that car right now, like hopping it, 
and, and just having fun with it for a while. While the kids are just sitting there, we just have them sitting in our closet or in our garage or in our stash. And we're not even touching them. They're just sitting there. And we might not even touch them for years or even ever, you know. And um, and it's like, dang, you know. But it's uh, don't, don't let the price scare you is what I'm trying to get to, you know. Um, maybe you're not prepared right now to buy that. But if you really want to get it, just save up, you know, give it some time. Maybe put like a hundred bucks aside every month or something or every week if possible. And then eventually, you know, just buy it. If you're losing sleep and you really want it, just buy it now because you never know. It might be one of those things where they might just do a one-off and they might not do it again. And, and those cars are going to be worth more. And here's another thing that I wanted to add on to that. So the suggested retail price is $600, right? I'll bet you anything. If you buy that Impala right now and let's say next year when the the car shows start popping off again. And if you start taking that thing with you to these car shows and as you're walking along the aisles you know, you always typically see people pushing those pedal cars with their with their kids, um, people pulling wagons that have like patterns painted on them, things that are just basically related to the car culture world. Um, a lot of people are just hanging out by their cars as well, sitting on their lawn chairs, having some brews and whatever. And if they and people are gonna take notice to you, just walking by the aisles with an RC car hopping. Dude, you're gonna get so much attention. For sure, people are gonna take video, people are gonna ask you to hop it, and this and this and that. While that's all going on, there's gonna be somebody from the outside that's gonna look at what's going on, and at some point, they're just gonna come up to you and they're gonna ask, where'd you get that car? That's gonna be one question, or, hey, how much you want for that? How much you want for that? I'll buy it off you right now. And and if you start playing the, oh, nah, man, it's not for sale, or, oh, no, da-da-da-da, trust me, if, if this person really wants it, they're going to offer you a grand. They might offer you two grand for the car on the spot. You know, you don't know. Some people are walking around with that kind of money, you know, and especially if someone who's so passionate about cars that already spends a grand, two grand, even a four grand on parts for their cars. I mean, that's not gonna hurt them to buy an RC car that they had no clue at all was out. But seeing you come out with it in the show, or maybe they have a kid who's telling them, dad, I want this car or, or a daughter or whatever. It's gonna push them like, damn, I really want that car, you know? And even if you tell them, oh yeah, this store sells them or whatever and they're 600 bucks they might not even care they might just be like here i'll give you i'll give you 1200 i'll give you you know two grand i'll just take it right now all that it's like impulse buying on the spot pulling the trigger pretty much so it's something that you can buy now and then later you can always flip it if you like you know but don't get too scared about the price and uh, shout outs 
to Jeffries right there for doing that. Um, I just hope, you know, everything pans out good, man, and, and, and just enjoy it. Enjoy right now with, with everything that's uh, popping off with that. Um, and let me know, let me know, guys, how you guys are feeling with the with this podcast episode. You know, let me know what's up if you guys are are enjoying it. For now, you know, bear with me. <laughs> Thank you for that for sure, because um, man, I feel like I was pretty spoiled, you know, having the the mic and everything right there still got all the stuff it's just setting the whole the whole thing up um another thing i wanted to uh say is that a while back um shout outs to uh dr cranky he did comment on a post um at like saying like get me on the show meaning he wanted to be you know he wants to be a guest on the podcast which i'm very honored um like definitely definitely i want to interview him and and the thing you know and my part is i got a little i gotta give a little bit of time to go to pass just so this way i have time to find how i'm gonna be set up now um as far as space and whatnot so i can set up my mics have everything all set so i can start producing the show again uh legitimately how i want to and i could have him as a guest on because um man there's just so many questions i want to ask him and i also want to like let him know and thank him for what he's done you know because when i got started a lot i was i was watching his channel religiously on youtube for sure and i wasn't youtubing yet then you know and i didn't even like i wanted to but i didn't know how at that time i just didn't know how that was gonna pan out or, or go down or what to even show, but a lot of the stuff he showed, you know, was was really awesome, and uh, definitely, you guys out there that listen to this show, if you guys know him, you know, let him know that I'm, you know, that I definitely want to get him on, um, and and later, you know, we'll get in contact for sure, and and see what what goes down from there, because I know a lot of you guys are fans of him as well. You know he's a he's a big public figure in the model world, and I mean, man, it it just be crazy to be able to to talk to him um, on there. But he's on YouTube. I mean, if you guys want to check out his stuff, if you've never heard about him, I'm pretty, you know, if ever or whatever, like look him up on YouTube. Uh, Doctor Cranky he does a lot of skill model builds on there, and uh, and yeah. But um, it's just it's cool sitting back, seeing like what's going on in the model world. I've also been doing these like little showcases on the YouTube channel, where you know people's work, all the current builds that are like on Instagram. I'm showcasing a lot of them on my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to view that, uh, please visit the Scale Riders YouTube channel. Um, Try to, I try to keep it as active as possible. I try to post a video at least once a day or every other day. But if I'm really busy, like in my life, then I, I probably won't come out with the video for a week, you know. But I always try to uh, come out with some content in order to uh, to put on there, 
you know and uh, also feel free to like send me photos if you guys want to share some of your work um, you can email it scalewriters at gmail.com and I'd like to check that out or even just shoot me a DM and then just reference um, you know that you heard it on on the podcast and um, this way I could uh, share share your work as well you know um, but yeah you know just stay um, stay busy for sure with your builds you know push yourself to the next level and if there's something you hate doing apart let's let's say like bare metal foil for example clear coating you know things like that um, try to practice like doing it on other things so this way uh, you get better at it so it's not that one thing that holds you back you know definitely don't let it be that one thing that um, that holds you back and also um, before I get to my destination I wanted to kind of give you an update uh, where I'm at and everything in life Um, the baby's getting big she's getting close to the three month three months mark now which is pretty crazy you know in my eyes first time being a father so it's kind of a trip like dang like just seeing this whole process through you know every day being with the baby and like just seeing the the changes and the and the growth it's really cool and um and at the same time like shout out to all the the model car dads out there and moms but for sure um it's it's cool like it's so it's so fun and and now that i I see, I look back and I, and I think about like people that are involved with their kids, you know, with the, like introducing model cars and having them work with them. It's, it's just so cool. Like I see that, I, I appreciate that a lot. And, and it's just one of those things where I can't wait to be able to do that in the future with my daughter, you know, and I'm not expecting that she's going to, you know, like be like, this is going to be my thing or whatever, you know, I'm going to let her decide whatever she wants to do, but you know, if, if she wants to uh, tag along and, and go with me to shows or whatnot or, you know, paint some cars or whatever, assemble some, she's more than welcome. So, yeah, so she's getting she's getting there uh, to that mark right there. And, I mean, I've been I've been doing a lot of thinking of of what I want to do in the future, um, you know, as far as like a business move or, or career or whatnot and it's it's just something that's always been rattling in my mind for a long time um i mean coming from like a family business and just learning a lot from that gaining a lot of experience with uh sales uh purchasing you know customer service uh you know customer relations all these like different things just like lots of responsibilities you know that um i don't know i i could have probably gained that experience somewhere else through other businesses but i kind of i kind of feel that being part of the the family business and you know being taught these things but then also kind of being thrown in the sharks right like just thrown in there and and going for it 
it it's taught me a lot. So at the same time, it's it's also uh, taught me the possibility of being an entrepreneur as well. And I mean, sometimes I feel like, man, I, I why why I, uh, wasn't I an entrepreneur like a long time ago, you know, or or ever or what? Like, what's holding me back? And is it the risk that scares me or, or what is it, you know? And honestly, I'm not really scared um, about a risk or I'm not scared of losing everything yeah, as far as like like buying assets and, and things, merchandise and whatnot and, and like losing it or whatever. Like I'm not, that's not really like a fear, you know? Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like when you're in school and someone asks you like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, and you really don't know. You're just like, um, I want to be a cop. You know, I want to be, you know, a nurse, a doctor, or I don't know, dog catcher. I don't know. Like, you know, the, it's really hard. And sometimes for some people, it's hard. Um, they're dealt with different cards. You know, they, they had no choice. They had to go into this field or that field, or, or some people just have an opportunity where, you know, they can work for for the government, the city, or whatnot, and, and it's all word of mouth through family, like, hey, you know, your uncle could get you in, in here in this position, or whatever, um, but for others, it's, it's, it's like, dang, you know, but for myself, you know, just working the family biz for a long time, it gets to a point when you start to think, like, all right, um, am I going to take over this business? Is this what I want to do forever? Is this what I was made for, meant to do in this life? Or, you know, like, do I still keep running with this torch or is it, or is it over? Do I just move on? And, and, you know, because I'm at that brink right now where at the age that my parents are, I know for sure they're going to be retiring within, I don't know, five years. And, I mean, that opportunity is there. I can take take it over if I'd like. But I don't think, I don't know, like, I don't think I am, you know, as, as honest as I'm sounding and saying it, I don't, I don't think. Other people for sure would be like, hell yeah, I'll jump on, I'll take that opportunity or whatnot, you know, but I just know that that's a lot of, you know, taking ownership and, and being like the, the master designer and whatnot for that type of field. It's a lot of labor work intensive and it's very demanding as well. You know, um, it's a, it's a different type of type of work field for sure. I mean, definitely, it brings a lot of happiness to people. Uh, you you cater to a lot of different occasions, and even the clientele is really nice. You know, as long as you produce good, a good customer service and a good and a great product, you know, and and if there's any like human errors that happen along the way and you correct them, you're fine. You know, nothing to worry about, and you start to attract um, good and great clients. So it's just one of those things where, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking into what I want to venture in. And I mean, it, it's something that's been on my mind 
and I'm going to definitely take the plunge and I'm going to make it happen. I don't want to say anything right now until it's official, but I think you guys that have been with me from the beginning or have met me from the very beginning from when I got into the, the hobby model world, um, you know, are going to take notice to it. Especially if, you know, if, if you guys are listening to the podcast uh, right now, you're probably thinking, wondering, like, what, what is he talking about? You know, just say it or whatever. But I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to, you know, like, I don't really like announcing things until they're finalized and they're there. And then I can officially say what. But um, for sure, I once it's. Once I'm, you know, because all this stuff takes time too, you know. Um, I mean, not too long, but sometime. Once it's all sorted out, um, I'll let you guys know. I'll make like a big announcement and whatnot, you know. And I mean, I appreciate you guys supporting me uh, from the very beginning on all the different things that I've ventured in. And I just feel like this is something that it's the time that I need to do this now, you know, um, we're entering into a new year and I mean, that could be a motivator for sure, you know, starting off fresh or whatever. Um, and also to keep things in line and track with the timeline. But right now it's like, you know, I gotta, basically the homework that I've been doing, I gotta just take that plunge and make the initiative and make it happen so later you know um it uh it starts and then it grows and then it progresses and then from there we'll see where it leads you know but i'll keep you guys in tune um i gotta get going now i already just parked right here but stay tuned more future episodes for you guys hope you guys are doing well Enjoy your day, enjoy the weekend, and uh, stay safe. We got Thanksgiving coming up as well, so stay safe. Um, I know a lot of you guys want to hang out with your families, and just right now, try not to avoid going to places where you probably shouldn't go, so this way, you take care of yourself, and you don't get like COVID or nothing like that, so it avoids you going to your Thanksgiving family get-together, you know what I'm saying? Like, take care of yourself right now. So this way, because we're weeks away, so this way you're able to spend time with the fam because, I mean, I haven't even seen my family in a long time ever since this whole thing, like, popped off or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in right now. All right, guys, peace out.